Kirk, what's up, man? Hey, Greg. Long time. Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. A lot's been going uh, on. A lot has gone on since the last time we talked. We've done four drafts. Four drafts since our left episode, right? I believe so, yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's recap those drafts. You ready to talk some fancy football? Yes, I am. Let's do it. All right. Hey, first, uh, let's talk about some some just real quick news and notes. There's been a ton. Obviously, if you have any uh, fantasy football apps or listen to any, you know, ESPN or whatever, you've probably kept in touch with most of this. But big one is Jarek McKinnon tears his ACL. Um, obviously, that happened probably at the worst possible time. It happened on Saturday, so a lot of fantasy drafts already happened. Um, so any reaction to that? Well, it, it's sad, but I had not had him on any of the teams thus far and didn't have any desire to have him on my teams at all. So for me, it was yeah. great. He was, a, he was a guy I think we liked after the signing and then just kind of kept fading from there. And Yeah. Um, you know, in mock drafts, he kind of went from like mid to late second round, and then when the actual drafts came around, he was more of a third-round guy. Uh, other big news is Le'Veon Bell still has yet to report. Uh, Ooh, looks like yeah. James Conner has a chance to start week one. So, I don't that, know what you make of that. That's that's only amazing for me as a Browns fan. But, you know, unless he's really good, and then it really doesn't matter. Right. So, yeah, just something to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, the thing with Bell, though, if he plays, you have to play him. And that's kind of the thing that's unfortunate is <sighs> – you know, for week one is last year, I believe he had 10 carries for 30 some yards in week one. So don't expect much different. Uh, if he comes back, you know, word is he may come back on Wednesday tomorrow. So who knows? Yeah. He's an odd, he's an odd bird uh, to guess in, in the first week. I mean, yeah. And, and Cleveland, Cleveland should be better on defense. So we'll see. Yeah, they, they should. I think that'll be a, a good game. Anything else uh, major you want to talk about? Nope, not that I not that pops into my head. I, everything else is very minor. Okay. Hey, so let's uh, let's talk about really three main drafts I want to hit on. The first one is our Dynasty draft, the first one you and I have ever done. Right. Uh, and then we'll, we'll talk about the league that we've kind of profiled on this show, which is our, our Keeper League, which is an auction draft. And then finally, we'll just talk about the redraft auction that uh, you were able to do. I was just on the phone with you, and we'll just kind of talk about you know to see if some of our, I guess, our analysis and our our premonitions came true. They all did. So. They all did. We were one hundred percent accurate. Actually, you know, the main thing is I want you to talk about because um, you have the auction roster, our fake roster that we did for the budget show. So to what actually happened in the budget. I think that'll be, that'll oh, be great. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. Okay. So first let's talk about the Dynasty League, which we did. It was, this is the first year that the Sleeper, formerly known as Sleeper Bot, offered to do leagues. And, and because of some of the Dynasty options we did, that's I'm the commissioner, and that's why I decided to go with that app. Uh, really clean draft board, uh, kind of visually appealing, but we had a little bit of a faux pas about halfway through the draft where it seemed like sleeper had more users than they planned on 
on that draft day and it kind of froze up on us for about 45 minutes so that was oh, a lot of fun yeah it was uh, um and it wasn't it wasn't such to where you got more time because for the people that were having a hard time you couldn't see anybody so you were right you were just alone with your thoughts yeah yeah just Never. uh yeah it was that was brutal um but you know we got through it and uh i actually thought it was a lot of fun uh, there were some surprising things there but let's let's go through like we'll go through some maybe the first rounds and then just kind of pick you know some some really good late picks and then just uh, just curious to hear how you like your team right yeah. so first um the first four picks kind of went as we well, first three picks went as we expected. It went Gurley, Zeke, and then Saquon. Uh, Ryan, with the fourth pick, kind of uh, – he had it set in his mind that he wanted to go David Johnson. I know he was hemming and hawing about Le'Veon Bell. Um, so, But he decided to go with David Johnson. I think he has less tread on his tires than Bell does. And, and you know, I think that's ultimately why he picked him there. So any any uh, thoughts on that pick? Take it taking david johnson at number four i i think that's a i think dynasty wise that's probably a, a better a better choice i think he's feeling pretty good about it right now um you know with with uh what's his nuts you know just coming back so i mean even just yeah. the immediate future he's got to feel good uh, right they're talking about signing david johnson to a long-term deal there so you know what you're getting right and and levy on bell you don't know where he's gonna go if at all right i mean if he's right be- um, and then right after that, number five went Odell Beckham, which that was like a day or two after he signed his big contract. So I wonder if that had something to do with it, but um, that's kind of where things got a little less predictable at that point. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it. this whole thing was kind of fun to begin with. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of interesting to, to see how I would react as this is yeah. going on as to what I was going to do. But, yeah, keep going. So, Le'Veon Bell goes at number six, and then, Kirk, you're there at number seven. Um, and you went with who? I went with um, DeAndre Hopkins, which, is, which was very hard for me to click on him. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, Alvin Kamara is very, very enticing, and I, I'm sure he's going to be good. And he's probably going to have a decent, decent length career. But in talking yeah. with you about just longevity, it makes a difference right. when you have right. a receiver that you that you feel is going to be there for at least five years solid. Yeah, and, and he doesn't well, need he doesn't need an elite quarterback to be good. Right, it, it, and what kind of bears that out is the next three running backs that were taken, Kamara, Hunt, and Fournette, were all rookies last year. So you see, those rookies are just going to replenish themselves uh, every year. So yeah, you go went with Hopkins in the first round. I ended up going. I had the twelfth pick, so I went back to back. I picked uh, Melvin Gordon, and then I ended up going with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I wanted to go running back, running back there, just because of all the mocks I've, I've done. That seemed to be, be the best way forward. Um, I considered Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon at that spot too, but ultimately just went with McCaffrey. It's a PPR league. He's a young guy, and we'll see if that, that bears out. I think what you did was what you should have done. I, yeah. I think you're lucky that you got Melvin Gordon rather than, mm-hmm. than getting stuck with Leonard Fournette. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, you went with Jordan Howard. Um, so I'm just going to read kind of your, your top five or six picks here. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Hopkins in the first round. Then you went Jordan Howard, Juju Smith-Schuster, Ajayi, Mark Ingram, Cooper Cup, Carlos Hyde, uh, and then Sterling Shepard. And then your quarterback tight end, you went Matt Ryan, Jordan Reed. So kind of your uh, – you got Phillip Rivers late, which is great. Yeah. Um, just kind of your core guys. How do you feel starting lineup? How, how did you feel overall about how that draft went? I wish I would not have drafted Jay Ajayi. I think that okay. that was that was a um, he should be drafted at this point. This is where he should fit in. Um, yeah. I I don't think I would have felt better drafting Rashad Penny. Um, yeah, he went next pick, right? Yeah, but. Here's here's the only the only reason why I feel I don't feel like I did anything odd is because the next pick was Mark Ingram. So if Jay Ajayi is fine, you know, if he can be a good back for the next, you know, four or five weeks, it's fine. Then I know, okay, I have a chance of having a top ten running back um on for this right. year on the board that I can roll with. And so that, yeah, that that eased the pain a little bit. Yeah, there are two flexes in this league, so you you could play Howard, Ajayi, and Ingram all at the same time. Carlos Hyde, you know, those are four very good running backs there, especially in a 12-team league. Um, For me, I went, you know, obviously, like I said, Gordon McCaffrey, and then I took a reach here. You know, that's the thing with being at the turn. You have to take a reach for the guys you like, and that's exactly what I did. Uh, I took Jarvis Landry at the back of the third, and then my plan all along was to go receiver, receiver. Um, however, I veered from that because Royce Freeman was there, and I just started buying into his hype and thought I could get you know a young rookie running back who you know I'm hoping he is the the Kareem Hunt of this year, kind of that that third fourth round guy who blows up. So I took him with my fourth pick, um, which really I think hurt my receiver. So. Um, you know, some, my fifth round pick was Marvin Jones. Uh, also with carry on Johnson getting picked early in the fifth round, I, I panicked there cause I planned on getting him. So I re- went with Russell Wilson in the sixth round. And then at that point, I'm just trying to get receiver depth. So, right. you know, Mike Williams, Jameson Crowder, you know, Christian Kirk, Calvin Benjamin are some of the guys I got. Um, I did get Isaiah Crowell who I just, and, and just traded him earlier today. But uh, overall, my team, I really liked my running backs, receivers. There's a lot to be desired. So, um, you know, taking advantage of, you know, a bad, uh, bad situation, I traded Isaiah Crowell and John Brown to the team with Jarek McKinnon. And I flipped those guys for, for Larry Fitzgerald, Mike Gillisley, and a fourth round pick. So, um, definitely good on the short term for me. I could be. I, I gave up running back depth, which I didn't want to do, but um, we'll see how it works. Yeah, out. you seem to you seem to have drafted and then realized, whoops, and then have made some trades. I am very hesitant to make trades right now because there are there are some unknowns that I think I need to know more about, and I don't feel like the the price. Like for instance, Carlos Hyde. You know, he, he's a guy yeah. that should be a starter. Right. Is he, you know, if I was to trade him, his value right now is, is nothing. Um, I, 
want to keep him. I may want to use him. He may yeah. be better than Jay Ajayi. Um, you know, and this and and this the same thing with uh, having Mark Ingram coming back. If I have three guys, um, I could I could strike while the iron's hot with Mark Ingram and say, hey, you know, yeah. I got three running backs, you know, and I could try to find something that I'm missing. Um, so I'm I'm in like hold off mode because I feel like I could have a really good team by itself yeah. if I drafted, but you know. It's you you are aggressive with trades. I am not. Yep. So overall, who is your favorite pick of that draft? Do you have one? Any late round guys that you really liked? Um, in my draft, the late round guys. Um, I am. I'm big on Josh Rosen. Okay, um, you got him in the 18th round. In the 18th round, he was. You know, he was one of the the last uh, rookie quarterbacks. Josh Allen was drafted after him. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm by me. Yeah, it was by you. Um, and I think I, I, um, I, I was very optimistic about Jacquez Rogers, my last pick, just because of the way, um, uh, the Tampa Bay running back room has been looking. I still am a little bit kind of optimistic that maybe he could, uh, you know, leap because he's already ahead of, uh, Ronald Jones. <laughs> yeah. So yep. he may. He may be he may be uh, splitting time with Peyton Barber if uh, Peyton Barber doesn't cut the mustard. So uh, sure. that could be that could be just purely value and usage could be uh, mm-hmm. a, a value pick. Um, I'm really excited about this guy. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's he's a wide receiver. Um, he was on he was on a very famous podcast top ten list early on in the year. Mm. Uh, Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson. I don't know if it's Jordan Nelson or Jordy. Jo- jo- Jordy Nelson. Yeah, yeah. almost top ten. He's new. He's, he's new in the league. He, he was almost top ten. You got him in the eleventh mm-hmm. round. <laughs> Not the eleventh receiver taken. The eleventh round. Eleventh round. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's yeah. I, the fact that he went past round four is just is just mind boggling. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. I mean, steal of the draft. Yeah, I um, yeah, my late picks. I I got Geronimo Allison the fifteenth. A lot of people were hoping to get him. Uh, Josh Allen, last pick of the nineteenth round, and and Des Bryant the twentieth. That was a turn that a lot of people texted me about and said you you took my guy. So that's all. That always feels good. But all right, hey, let's move on here. Let's go to to our auction keeper league. Um, you know, we already kind of discussed who our keepers were going to be. You know, remember this one is you can keep as many players as you want. Um, so that this draft is, you know, it's it's very different because you have some teams coming in with, you know, with uh, you know, for example, I think I had thirty dollars to spend, where other teams had one hundred and seventy right. to spend, um, and. You know, really, the the big player, obviously, this year is there were not a lot of running backs out there, so the big player was Saquon Barkley going right off the board, and the fireworks started there, and uh, he went for $64, which is kind of right around where we thought, maybe maybe a little less than I thought, because I thought a team would try to make a big splash. But um, He still went for more than he probably sh- – he, he would go, obviously, in a, reg- in a regular uh, auction draft, which – right. You know, which is what we thought. You, you you thought more people would be 
a couple people specifically would be more inclined to go after him. I thought he would go for 70 bucks, yeah. but he didn't. Uh, the only other really, really big player uh, was Odell Beckham. He went for 53. I think that's a very reasonable price Yeah, uh, for him. So uh, Kirk, why don't you kind of, um, I don't know if you have it in front of you. If not, I can kind of walk you through what you did at the draft. Oh, I, um, oh, I know. Oh, I know. Uh, okay. So you kept what? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players. You kept seven players. Yeah. So you, there's 18 total. So you had 11 players to draft. Go ahead and talk about well, what, what, you got what helped, what helped was, uh, training for OJ Howard, um, that was a good value, uh, and Carlos Hyde. So that that gave me a different mindset going in. I still wanted to strengthen my running back uh, room because Carlos Hyde and Jordan Howard were all that I had, um, and I feel like I did that pretty well. I got I didn't go after a running back right away because the big one was uh, too expensive. Um, so mm-hmm. I got involved with Brandon Cooks in that in that draft and. And that bidding, and and he went off the board at ten bucks to my surprise, and I thought, well, I wasn't really counting on him, so that's my fourth receiver. He was about the same as Mike Evans, so I basically got the same um, quality of wide receiver as Mike Evans, but for twenty four dollars less. So okay. that makes me feel good. Um, Tom Brady, I don't know why I went after him, but I did. <laughs> so, so you got Tom Brady for eight dollars again. That that's got to make you regret keeping Kirk oh, Cousins 100%. for fifteen. Uh, it, it yeah. Instantaneously, once I saw the uh, free agent pool for for quarterbacks, I knew I made him. Yeah. And and yeah. that validated it when I got a better quarterback for half as much. So yep. yeah, that that one you know big mistake. Next year I'll be paying more attention to that and and probably so so drop. I'll put that in perspective. Put that in perspective. A team who spent forty three dollars on Aaron Rodgers last year could have kept him for forty five. They drop him and they get him back for twenty one dollars. Yes. So yes. this they've been listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> yeah uh i guess yeah much uh much to our chagrin yeah and then then, so. then to continue we got uh i i did reluctantly Lashawn mccoy was was one that i got involved in and i i thought because of volume let's get him um i did feel a little better knowing that carlos hyde was was in the room and then at right right back uh the next guy that i got was tevin coleman another running back for 10 bucks yeah. i love that pick because it's only 10 bucks and and ideally, uh, I think you and I briefly talked about that. Is he may not be in Atlanta next year, uh, so right. this this could have a, a lot of future impl- implications, not just um, uh, for this year and how he could be used. So I did like that. Um, through a bucket, Dak Prescott got him. Through a, a bucket, uh, Eric Ebron got him. So those are great picks because you know. I don't have to spend any money on him. Um, Latavius Murray is is one if Dalvin Cook kind of can't can't keep up. So that's another five dollar gem. Um, you yeah. don't like Rashard Matthews. I do. No. For four bucks. Um, we'll see how that pans out. And then Michael Gallup, another one dollar gem that could pan out. Great pick. I, yep. I got my Josh Rosen again for a buck. So, so, so far we're, we have a future uh, possibility 
Um, and then I have my backup Spencer Rare for Kareem Hunt once he goes down with the gruesome knee injury in week one. Well, there you go. Yeah, I like uh, I like the Eric Ebron. I like uh, I like Dak Frankbach. I like Tevin Coleman. Um, so I had much less money than you. I, I kept nine players and had like 30 some dollars. So, uh, like you, I, I, I had to wait a lot of these players out kind of like your Brandon cooks pick is I nominated Sammy Watkins cause he was the biggest name out there. And I thought that he may go for some money. Right. Um, and then I ended up getting him for $5. Uh, he's, he's a guy that I don't really care for this year. Um, but I think he, he'll find his way into my flex spot a, a few times this year. So he could have some big games. Um, so I kind of like that pick. You didn't spend more than $5 uh, in any person. So not, not on one. Uh, and the next pick is what um, really when I was, I was ready to do a cartwheel and that was Ben Roethlisberger. I got for $2 and I could not believe it when it counted down that I actually got him for that. So that allowed me to, uh, that that just really freed up some space for me to allow uh, allow me to actually bid on guys because I thought I would get a, a good starting quarterback, and then I would just be all one dollar bets after that. So yeah, it wasn't much. It wasn't uh, much different, but you know, yeah, a couple bucks made it. But it makes a difference. Yep. Uh, the next one was really my only faux pas, and this was, you know, one of those classic draft stories as you're putting your kids to bed, and I didn't nominate a player, so the computer nominated Theo Riddick for me and nobody bid on him. So I get him for a buck. I don't like that, but yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, Tyler Lockett for $3. He's a guy I was targeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, love that pick. I think he can end up in my flex in some games. CJ Anderson for $2 is whatever he's, I think he's going to have a role there and he's better than Jonathan Stewart. Deonta Foreman for two bucks. That is a future play. Cortland Sutton for three a future play and then Alan Hearns for three bucks, which I'm really happy with that. And then finally my last pick, I had $5 to spend and just used it all on James white, but I have since traded James white. So he's no longer on my team, but uh, overall I thought those drafts went, that draft went really well. I was very happy after that, that I actually had some, all those players I, I drafted, I think can again, contribute to the team. So very happy with yeah, that. Yeah. And, um, I mean, were there any surprises in that uh, just because of, you know, the, so there are so many unknowns when you, you know, you have the have the free agent list all of a sudden populated. And anything that mm-hmm. just popped out to you, me, it was quarterbacks. You, what uh, what, what should you have done differently? Uh, I honestly, I, there wasn't really a room for me to do much differently. Um I had so there's so little I could do in the draft. So I will tell you the things that stuck out for me from this draft was that again, this is the fourth year of this league. This is our big money year. We've been setting aside $200 every year that will go into this pot. And, and there were some people who just don't seem to get that. Um, and, and what I mean by that is uh, where's he at here? Uh, Pat Bruce, you know, spending uh, $5 on Hunter Henry uh, $7 on James Connor. I, I just, I don't understand. I think Darius Geis went for $14. Um, you know, for, for Ryan to go after guys, that makes sense. Cause he had a, he had a full right. roster there, but, but, uh, Nick a did not. 
at that time. So uh, he still needed to pick some starters for his team. So that that was a little bit. Kind well, of here's weird. one thing about Hunter Henry is that he is uh, set to return. They have not IR'd him. They have put him on the physically unable to perform list. So that that door is not necessarily closed for him to not or to for him to be done for the year. Now, that one, yeah, if um, he returns, he's returning in December. Yeah, that that wasn't. I don't think that was official when this was going on, or maybe it was at that time. No, maybe that's why he he thought. That, but... So I think they're they're going to put him on the IR, but. I think designated to return. The, the, yeah, keeping that option open. But again, I don't think he tore his ACL in May. If he returns, I, I'm. I think you're looking at late season, almost playoff time. Right. But if your team is any so. good and you don't make the playoffs, what's the point? Right. I mean, he, so. I love how he goes all in on on Patrick Mahomes, but it's for a buck. I mean, yes. Well, yeah, yeah, he had, a weird, he had um, a weird, he had a weird draft. Yeah, other than that, no, no real big shocks uh, that I can think of. Like I said, just some of those future guys. I thought Ronald Jones, nine bucks, a little much. Uh, some of those future guys, I just thought was was very weird how how much they went for. Right. Uh, yeah, everybody else it kind of went as you know as expected. Uh, Pat goes ten dollars for Adrian Peterson, so. That makes no sense. He wants to be either really, really young or really, really old. Right. Uh, he doesn't want anybody to help his team right now. Yeah, I think I uh, think in the off season, the per, the team that improved the most would would be Ryan's team, um, uh, because of some uh, interesting trade decisions, yeah. um, and he was able to piece in in the. I thought he had a good draft for what he for what he kept. Uh, uh, all but well, six think... players. So he had six spots to fill, and I thought he made the most out of every spot. Just about, he had some, some for next year um, that he had availability. And spent a couple bucks on on people for this year, so I thought he did well. Yeah, well, he got Larry Fitzgerald, which was a good pick. Yeah. So, all right, um, go ahead and uh, um, just talk about what we got at the auction draft. Who our players were. And what value we got them for? Now, keep in mind this auction draft. Uh, Kirk was there. I was not. I was on the phone um, for some of it. But this auction draft is a quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, tight end. Um, there are kicker and defense, but they're not incorporated into the auction. Um, they're part of a snake draft beforehand. Um, the other thing, though, this has a locked bench, which means you have to have a quarterback, two running backs two receivers and a tight end on your bench at all times. So you're obviously also forced to draft them as well. So if you could go ahead, Kirk, just, just kind of name off what, what we have. Well, we have, um, well, our first, uh, well, okay. I'll just go the two quarterbacks that we have. Uh, we have Russell Wilson that we spent five bucks on and Alex Smith for a dollar. Russell Wilson was, a uh, fascinating one because we've never had a really good quarterback. Typically, Alex Smith is our starting quarterback, um, and sometimes we've spent three or four dollars on him. Um, Russell Wilson, I-, I thought it was odd he was never nominated, um, and I kept a tally of the number of nominations. I, I nominated him at the with the ninety second nomination. Oh, so, right. um, and there were he was 
there were there were backup quarterbacks gone. Um, I mean, it it was it was very unusual. Some Garoppolo was was nominated ahead of him, and and you could tell that some of these play some of these the, the teams were actually going after their backup. They already saw their starter, and then they thought, well, I'm not going to be able to get anybody else. And I think he just fell through the cracks. And I, yeah, he he's a guy where if he if he's nominated in the first. 10 players he goes for yes 22 uh, bucks. yeah absolutely and the fact that he did not get nominated and then everybody else filled their roster and spent their money it was a boring bid i nominated him and i think jj was the only other one that was bidding and it was boring and quiet and after he said four i said five and it was once twice three times a lady and we got him mm, beautiful um, all right, running backs. Running backs. Uh, Melvin Gordon for $49. Uh, Kenyon Drake for 25 And then our two backups are Sony Michelle for 4 and then Ronald Jones for 2 um, I think Ronald Jones is going to – he's going to be the – he's our first uh, uh, free agent casualty. Yeah, yeah. Once, once, the, once the ban's been lifted on, on being able to adjust the roster. <laughs> All right, receivers. Receivers, T.Y. Hilton for 31, Larry Fitzgerald for 25, uh, Keenan Allen for 45, and then our backups for a buck each were Jameson Crowder and Mike Williams. And, yeah, and, and then tight end. Tight end, Trey Burton for eight, and then our backup is the Jizz man, Mike Jizicki, for a buck. <laughs> okay, so the one thing that, you know, we set our budget saying we wanted to go $65 for – one of the top four running backs, that being Gurley, Bell, David Johnson, and Zeke. Uh, Bell goes for 65, so we didn't go above budget there. David Johnson went for 66. Gurley goes for, what, 69 or 70? 69. 69. So at that, that point, those three players go. We say, okay, Zeke is our guy, and we're going to get him because – He's probably valued as the fourth best guy this right. year, so logically he would go less than them. Well, supply and demand. There was no supply of top four running backs at that point, and the demand was high. Zeke ends up going for seventy five dollars, which is a seventy six. Seventy six. That is a record yes. uh, for that league, which was just unbelievable to see. Um, not you know, typically there's you know maybe. Maybe one, maybe last year there was two players who went over 60. Uh, Leonard Fournette went over 60. What, Antonio Brown went over 60. Anybody else? Went over 60? Oh, yeah. There yeah. was, um, uh, well, yeah, Hopkins, or yeah, uh, Beckham went for 69. Um, 69 for Beckham? Yes. Oh, my God. Antonio goodness. Brown was 70. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. The the it, it wasn't it wasn't just running. I mean, it was all across the board. Um, here's here's the here's the difference. Would you rather have Antonio Brown for seventy, or Julio Jones for fifty? For fifty, uh, Jones. Yeah. Or or Keenan Allen for forty five. Yeah. Now here's here's the rub. That same team that had that had Julio Jones for fifty did such a good job with their money that their two starting running backs are LaShawn McCoy and Alfred Morris. 
So, so you, I mean, it, the, the people who benefit from, from getting these players cheaper need, they need to capitalize. But, but here, here, here's why that team didn't, or had McCoy and Alfred Morris, because they spent $54 on quarterback and tight end. Right. They got the two best. They got Gronk and Rogers. So they, they're a step ahead of everybody there, but they will be playing catch up with their running backs the entire and this was another team he was i don't he's new and he got and he got connor for six he got yeah he he, and crowell for six and seven dollars he was he was active with muhammad sanu early in in that and then that bidding went up to seven bucks which i thought was very odd uh you know someone who may not even be the number two by mid-season um Anyways, but yeah, there was there was a lot of a lot of goofy things that went on that only happened in that moment, and you wouldn't be able to predict it or explain it afterwards. Yeah, um, interesting. So, either way, um, yeah, we, the important thing is well, here, when we, we let's st- remember remember episode thirty one. We we created, okay. we created a budget. Uh, and in right. this budget, it, it it was not far off from what we ended up trying to do. Well, yeah, the, the main thing is we, we stuck to our budget. Right. We said 65. We couldn't get a guy for that. So then we just – we got uh, Melvin Gordon, a great running back for 49, and then we just allocated that money elsewhere. Right. And then everything else we stuck to, stuck to the yeah, budget. Especially when, you know, last year the third place running back that, that at 60 bucks would have, would have netted us Ezekiel Elliott. So clearly this was an unusual year. So once we saw the writing on the wall, we had to – make a change um but still uh ezekiel elliott was, was we we basically had this budget it was eight dollars for the starting quarterback 60 for running back one 30 for running back two 45 for wide receiver one 35 and then eight for tight end and and we, we and that was a that was at the the example budget podcast right, that we did right and and which, which was right. Close, close to this, yeah, our actual budget for this league. And so when we, when you, when you picked up the players that that were at that dollar amount last year, um, we created a, a starting lineup, which it consisted of Matt Ryan at starting quarterback, Ezekiel Elliott, Jarek McKinnon, Keenan Allen, Doug Baldwin, Allen Hearns, and Kyle Rudolph. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And basically, what I did is I said, you know. Nine players went for this amount of money last year at that position. An average draft position, who's there, you know, going in drafts. Okay, that's the player I'll I'll put there for our example team. Right. But but when you actually put the work in, go ahead and, and name some of the players and their values and what they actually went for in our draft. These Matt Ryan went for five dollars, uh, which would have been under our eight dollar budget. If we were uh-huh. if we liked him, uh, Ezekiel Elliott clearly with with a record setting performance was well out of the out of the picture. Um, that's right. seventy six dollars. Um, but but like Zeke, if he if he's nominated first overall, he's going for sixty bucks. Correct. He, he th- there's no way that that Gurley is worth less than Zeke. Right. Only because Gurley got got nominated first, and and, and Zeke. Didn't get nominated until nine. So what yeah. what happened before that was Gurley, Bell, Barkley, and David Johnson. Actually, there's some some all the big names: Gronkowski, Antonio mm-hmm. Brown, 
Aaron Rodgers, and and Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is viewed as a steal because he went for thirty nine dollars. Right. Um. And and would you rather have Michael Thomas for thirty nine to start off or Antonio Brown for seventy? Right. In a, in a non PPR yeah. league. Right. So you know that was that was that really threw everything out of whack. Um, once he came up, because then it, it really adjusted everybody's game plans. Um, okay. So go ahead, just go through the, the values there. And then, well, uh, Jarek McKinnon, he, he non, right. Non yeah. So draftable. He, um, right. It would have been, it would have been like an Antonio Freeman or Antonio Freeman. Who in the world is that? Uh, a wide receiver from Green Bay Packers? No. Um, uh, Devontae Freeman. <laughs> Was a third was a thirty three dollar running back, so that would probably have been where we were. And then Keenan Allen went for forty five bucks again this year. So which is which is what we predicted for well, our example draft. Exactly. Doug Baldwin thirty dollar budget went for thirty bucks in our yeah. draft. So the, we've already predicted those. We've actually got three out of the out of the, the starters possibly already on our team because they're within our budget. Alan Hearns went for $3. Uh, we predicted him for five. Predicted him for five. Kyle Rudolph went to eight. Or what we predicted at eight went for 11. Um, so if, if, if we were to predict that budget, we would have had Matt Ryan, Keenan Allen, Doug Baldwin, Alan Hearns, and Kyle Rudolph all within budget, almost right on the money. Right. And the whole point is like, you just when you put the work in, you just see who you can potentially get, and it's not going to be far off from that. So, um, you know, two of the players we hit right on the head. A couple of the others we were at two or three dollars. Um, Zeke was obviously the outlier there, and then McKinnon because he got hurt. But if McKinnon was there, he would have went right around thirty bucks. Yes. Um, so our kind of method to our madness kind of paid off there, and it was well worth it. Uh, you know, this was not what we're used to. We're used to going heavy after running backs. Obviously, those ones were taken from us, so we adjusted. We have, I think, the best receiving core we've ever had. Um, we still have two good starting running – or a great starting running back and then a, a, a good starting running back. We just have to work on running back depth, and then I think this team can easily compete. Right. And If, and, so, if Sony yeah, Michelle pans out and Kenyon yeah. Drake, that we, we're in a great situation there. Yeah, and, and Russell Wilson is our best quarterback we've ever had. We've ever had in this league, yeah. So, yeah. I love it. He was number one overall last year. Got him for five bucks. That's why you never, ever spend for quarterback. Yeah, and and, and if Alex Smith is, is even close, if he's 80% yeah. of, of he was last year, I, I, I'm thrilled to have him fill in for one game. I, I have to ask you one thing. So in the snake draft for quarterback or for defenses and kickers, uh, you did pick the Browns as our second defense. And what was the reason you told Ryan why you picked the Browns defense? <laughs> uh, I don't remember what I, I I remember at one point I said he'll get a lot of they'll get a lot of opportunities to play. Yeah, defense. yeah, because they're on the field more. Yes, they'll have plenty of opportunities to play defense. <laughs> a lot of carries, a lot of. Touchdowns. Yeah, I actually don't mind that pick. Um, but I just thought that was a funny, uh, funny justification for it. That happens at the beginning of this draft, and I thought that was okay. I got it out of the way. 
It was the it was the last choice. Um, I didn't really know who else was available because the list I defenses and kickers are obviously not our priority. Um, yeah, I did not. It goes that far down. So I know no one picked it, and that's why I went with it. So that way we didn't. I didn't have to feel obligated to pick one of their, one of their players, or feel pressured to do it. So just get it out of the way. All right. Well, there you go. Hey, they they against the Super Bowl championship team and a Super Bowl MVP. They they uh, got four turnovers. So I would like to think that would be um, duplicatable. Uh, that's not a word, but. No. Um... That's okay, because we we've, we we need to end the show anyway. Okay. All right. Well, um, hey, good show. Uh, hey, next we have one more draft tomorrow night. That is the Can You Beat Matt draft. Maybe we can do a post-draft episode. We'll try and get Matt on the show. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anything else to add? No. I mean, we'll have to really get into the family league draft, too. But, uh, oh, yeah. For another day. That's a whole episode in and of itself. Right. Uh, All right. Well, hey, that's all for the Fancy Boys. We're signing off. And we're fading out.